0: Of the Chris Terrell Podcast. I am Chris Terrell. So I'm battling a cold today, my, so my voice or sounds a little different. Or if I get a bit of the sniffles, like you know, bear with me. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best to keep it at a minimum, but can't be sure I will not forget. Um, wow, there was a lot of reviews on the podcast this last week, and from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for doing that, for taking the time to. Go to Apple Podcasts and give me a review. Um, As I've been doing, and I'm going to keep doing, I want to give those of you that left a review, a shout out. Uh, Jujitsu Blue 18, Horse Girl Fam, A. Peebly Nurse 13, Gonstam, Asa James 96, Carla SC, and Crystal 1108. All left written reviews on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. The downloads are growing. We're getting the podcast in front of more people. Thank you for sharing it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming back. If you want to find more people on a weight loss journey, get some support, get some help. Head on over to ChrisTarrelCoaching.com. Click on free content and come and join our Facebook group. It's a whole bunch of great people in there. It's a new group that I started uh, to bring, help bring more people together. And uh, it's been really good. There's going to be exclusive content posted over there. So today, as I record this, I am doing a live stream as an example. And uh, at the moment, we're up to um, just about 700 people on there right now. So it's a smaller group and very focused up where we keep things positive and we focus on realistic weight loss. I am also doing more YouTube videos. So if you like YouTube videos and want to see some longer form content, Head on over to ChrisTarrowCoaching.com, click on free content. There will be a link there to my YouTube channel where you can uh, give some of the videos a watch. And if you like it, go ahead and give me a subscribe over there. I was talking with my best friend who's been with me um, along this entire weight loss journey this last weekend. And I I thought it would, it would be interesting to ask, like, hey, what are some things you noticed in the beginning? Because we were, we were just talking about how much things have changed uh, for me over the last couple of years from where I was when we were hanging out in the beginning. She, so I asked her like, what, what what were some observations you had of me? And that, that seemed different now that you think maybe I would have forgotten. And she brought up a few that I was like, oh, that's interesting. I'd either forgotten about it completely, or I didn't even notice it. It wasn't a thing I'd even remembered. Now to set the scene, she's, she's never had a weight issue. She's always, uh, been in, been in good shape and, uh, been able to, uh, sit on top of her physical fitness. And so being a large person, being an overweight person and battling with it was something that she just didn't know what it was like to be that way. So there were little things that I would mention that it would just be different and unique to her. One of the ones that she thought that was really interesting was how I would comment on if I dropped something, I would have a serious conversation with myself if I actually wanted to pick it up or needed whatever that thing was on the ground, because picking small things up off the ground was hard. I used to joke, if I dropped my credit card, and I'd just call the bank and cancel it and order a new one rather than bend down and pick it up. I mean, of course I didn't actually do that, but <laughs> it sure was a serious consideration because yeah, picking up a little small thing off the ground was, was miserable. Um, and uh, so she thought, and 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 as she said that to me, I was like, oh my gosh, I had completely forgotten about that. That was one of the benefits that came to losing weight, one of those victories that has nothing to do with the scale, just a comfort of life thing. But one of the things that she mentioned that she noticed throughout the entire journey that I wanted to really talk about today was I was very focused from the beginning on little changes that were happening and that I was constantly talking about the tiny changes that I was observing. And I am convinced that my focusing on these little changes along my journey. Kept me on course. We as humans love to go fast. We love to feel speed, but we don't actually like to go fast. What we like to feel is the feeling of acceleration. So think of it: if you're on an airplane, you're flying. When you're up in the air, you're at altitude. You're flying hundreds and hundreds of miles an hour, and you you can't feel it. There's no sensation of movement there outside of the plane. You know, if you need turbulence or something. Now, when you're on the runway, you're going a lot slower than you are at, you know, at some parts of the flight, I think. I don't actually know the science of that, but I know you're starting from zero and you're accelerating and that's when you feel speed. What we feel is acceleration. We like to feel the feeling of progression. Well, it's no different in change in our life. We want to feel the feelings of progression and when you're setting out to lose weight slowly. The scale doesn't move fast. In fact, sometimes the scale doesn't move at all, you know, from one week to the next. And that can really take away a major sense of progression, of sensation of moving forward. And I knew I needed to feel that way. And this was a carryover from my my previous career that I knew because I was always an agent of change in my job. So I would focus on tiny changes. and. And maybe, and and honestly, I would make little changes, bigger deals than they were, but it's because, you know, why not? It just gave me that sensation of moving forward. I would talk about things like I noticed, I would notice my fingers shrinking. Like I would, I had rings that I would wear and I would comment like pretty quickly. I was like, wow, my rings are feeling looser. So I would keep wearing them. And I would always constantly pay attention to this, to the looseness of the rings now, this is pre pandemic when I started my journey. But back in the day, we used to all wear belts to work, you know, when we didn't work at home in our sweatpants. And I would be constantly thinking about, all right, is the belt getting a little smaller? Like every day, I was like, all right, is today the day the belt gets a little bit smaller, just a little bit smaller? And I have one of those belts that it's not that kind with holes. It's like a, it's like on a track, it's like a clicky belt. I you don't, know, I'm sure I'm doing a terrible job of describing it, but I could tell where I would generally wear it. And so I was always seeing if I could get one more click without it being uncomfortable. Seeing what my new personal best on my belt size was. This is one thing I do think that because we're in the pandemic, a lot of folks are missing out on is the changing of clothing size because we often wearing super comfy clothes, which you can't really tell when you're shrinking with those. So that's something to think about. You might want to take measurements so that you can occasionally go back and remeasure and see if you're shrinking, especially around your waist. But I would pay attention to that. I would pay attention to my workouts. I started using an Apple watch to track my workouts from the very first one. I have my first workout that I ever did on my weight loss journey. Actually, I'm going to pull it up right now. Hold on. So my very first workout was a swim. And now years and years and years ago, I used to swim. So I remember how far I could swim. Um, I would do, regularly go swim a thousand yards. It's just a casual workout. Well, my first swim, it took me 23 minutes to swim 400 yards. I burned 182 calories. And I remember thinking I was going to die. <laughs> I mean, just gonna die. That was 625. Then I went back on 626. So let me, let's talk about progression here. This is the sort of stuff I focused on immediately because I wanted to feel the feeling of moving forward, of getting better. So, first workout, 23 minutes, 400 yards. Second workout, 24 minutes, 600 yards. So I immediately was trying to better my best. Then my third workout, same week, 26 minutes, 650 yards. Yes, the time of my workout went up, but I told myself I'm going to swim a little bit farther than I swam last time. Well, guess what? Fourth workout, 30 minutes, 750 yards. Next workout, 31 minutes, 950 yards. Then I dropped down to 15 minutes, 450 yards, because you know what? I just didn't have time, and I wasn't beating myself up about it. I wasn't making a big deal about it. I remember dropping down. Workout it after that, 400 yards. Now here's the cool thing. So first workout, 400 yards, 23 minutes. That was the best I was able to do, and that was on 625. On seven five of 2019, I went back and did another 400 yard swim, and I did it in 15 minutes. So let's talk about the the difference here. So I, on 625 2019 was my first workout. I did 400 yards in 23 minutes. On 7-5-2019, I did 450 yards in 15 minutes. I went for another personal best right away. I was chasing my personal best pretty quickly. And this tracking and focusing on my progression here made me more successful in my weight loss. I was not weighing myself at this point. I was not tracking calories at this point. I was focusing on just a few things. The first thing I was focusing on, am I getting my workouts in? And the second thing I was focusing on was do I feel better. And if I'm not hungry, I'm not going to eat. That was it. That's all I started with. And just doing these pool swims gave me a great sensation of progression. And let's look from one month to the next. So 625, 2019, 400 yards, I thought I was going to die. I mean, I could not have swam further. Well, just one month later, I did a thousand yard swim. Just one month later. But if I had never started, I never would have got to improve. So this would be one tip I would give you. Whatever you're doing for your exercise, if you're going for a walk or something, you should be timing it. You should be seeing how far can you go in a certain period of time. And then when you go back to do that next walk, go, I'll bet I can go farther and just go farther. Seriously, 100 feet farther is still farther. If you're going on walks for your workout, I'm going to strongly encourage you to track them in some way. If you're going to use like some sort of a fitness tracker, do that. And I would say, track your distance, track your mile time or track how far you can go within a certain allotment of time. Give yourself a measurement and then try to best your best. Try to outdo yourself. Who cares what somebody else can do? It literally does not matter what anybody else can do. All that matters is, did you give your best? And then did you set out to better it? Some other things I was focusing on that were small, that gave me that sense of progression was clothing. I told myself that on this journey, I will, as I size out of clothes, I will get rid of them. In every previous weight loss journey before, I kept my bigger clothes. Because some part of me believed I was going to need them again. I would just take the two XLs, the three XLs, put them in a box, and put them in the top of a closet. And it would always be like a point of shame whenever I'd have to go dust that box off again. And Hello, old friends. I guess we're going to see each other again. And I would tell myself, oh, these are nice clothes, you know, and I'd hate, I'd hate to get rid of these really nice clothes, these suits, these nice dress shirts. Well, this last time when I did it, when I sized out, I said, I'm not fussing with selling them. I'm not, I, No, they're gone. I'd put them in a box and then they'd all get donated. Gone. I don't have some nice suits, but they're gone out of my life because I said, there's no going back to these. And then I would go buy clothes that fit me. And I told myself I'm gonna stay in clothes that fit. It really shrank my wardrobe. I did not have a very big wardrobe there. In fact, I still don't. Um, because <laughs> it is annoying to rebuild your wardrobe every few months. But I'm so glad I did it. Why? Because it gave me a feeling of progression. Every time I went to the store, I was like, all right, is this the time I get to buy another size down? Oh, that shirt that I couldn't wear a month ago, that it was a little too tight. Let's see if it fits. Oh my gosh, it! fits. It was such a good feeling. I'd go buy a piece of clothing that just barely fit and hang it up. And then a week or two, a month later, I'd go try it on. I'm like, oh, it fits so good. My favorite pieces of clothing were the ones where, you know, you're in the store, you know, when you're a bigger person, like you buy what fits, not so much if you like it. And every now and then you find something that you really like and like, oh, I really hope this fits. Take it in the trying, the dressing room. You go to put it on, you're like, oh, it's just a little too tight. I have to suck in my gut, or like, I, it fits, but I can't breathe. And so you go put it back. Well, on a weight loss journey, I said, no, I'm buying that sucker. I'm gonna get into it because this one is, I am almost there. This journey was so much easier when I was chasing inches versus chasing miles. Just literally trying to just get itty bitty tiny improvements. I discovered that the the joy of accomplishing a goal is just as satisfying when you get a little goal so when you get a big one. So you know what I did? I just made lots of little goals. Like, ooh, so you've you seen this joke where someone's writing a to-do list, so like item one, write to-do list. Item two, cross item one off to-do list, and then you cross it off. It's a silly joke, but you know what? There's there's actually something to that. Like, why not do that? Why not give yourself an easy win? Give yourself an easy win on your weight loss journey. Pick a goal that you're like, I will do this. One thing I occasionally have to tell uh, one-on-one clients is, you know, say, hey, what's your, what's your goal this week? And they'll tell me, oh, you know, I, I think I'm going to work out five times next week. I was like, great. Now tell me what you're going to actually do. What do you mean? I'm like, give me a goal that's less wishy-washy. Give me a goal that's less, I think I'm going to try to kind of do this. No, give me what you will do no matter what. As in, if you don't do it, it's because you chose not to. And that's fine if your goal is like, I'm going to work out one time next week. One time. Okay, great. Now go do it. Go do that one time. And then when you get that one time, I want you to feel really proud of yourself because you did it. When I look back at my beginning workouts, my goal was to work out three times for 20 minutes each time. Workout one, 23 minutes. Workout two, 24 minutes. Workout three, 26 minutes. I exceeded it every time. I was allowed to, but that's fine. You can always do more and it's perfectly acceptable. Not every goal has to be a stretch goal. This is a fallacy that we tell ourselves. This is something we carry over from work or from when you're back in your school days. We're like, every goal must stretch you to new heights. Yeah, sure. Sometimes that is true. And I am a Extremely goal oriented person, but I have been really coming to grasp with the idea that stretch goals are just to be used sometimes. They're the bonus goals. You should have realistic and attainable goals on your weight loss journey. The last thing I want to talk about that was happening on my weight loss journey that my friend noticed is I was searching for aha moments pretty much right away. And I was constantly digging for them, like all the time, every week. And she was someone I could talk to about it with. And, and you need someone in your life that you can talk about your aha moments with. But I would be, you know, when I'd go work out, I would be digging into my own headspace. When I'm thinking about food, I would be asking myself, why am I eating this? What, what's going on here? What's what's the underlying reason for this? I was just constantly questioning myself, constantly asking myself, why are you not giving your best? Constantly asking myself, why is this your best that you are giving? Why did you give your best today? What was different about today than yesterday? When I wasn't feeling well, Asking asked myself, why are you not feeling well? Is it something you can, is there anything you can do about it? Really being real with myself led to a lot of great personal revelations, but this was an active process. Yeah. You know, aha moments just show up sometimes out of the blue when you're not searching for them. That That's a thing. But actively searching for them makes them show up more often and aha moments are really helpful on a weight loss journey okay gonna wrap up here for those that don't know and are interested i do offer one-on-one weight loss coaching i am fairly booked up at the time of this recording but i will have openings up again in october so if you are interested in working with me go to christerrellcoaching.com You can schedule a free discovery session and we can, um, see about working together. See if you need, if you would like to get some support and guidance on your own weight loss journey, I'm doing a six week program where we take you from zero to dieting with success and confidence in six weeks. So if you want to learn more about that, head on over to christerrellcoaching.com. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Thanks for watching all my content. Thanks for sharing it with other people. I'm so glad you're here continue on your journeys. Remember that you can do hard things and I will see you next week.